Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. All right. Well, I guess I am live. I do not know where uh, Sean is, where Katie is. I cannot see studio right now. So, uh. I'm kind of literally flying by the seat of my pants here, um, and uh, I'm also uh, running live on uh, Instagram as we speak. Uh, this is uh, Tuesday Night Turmoil, Evolution Radio Network. I am the Dean of Wrestling Referees, Steve Kane. Hopefully soon I will have a couple of co-hosts with me. I'm not sure exactly where they are at the moment. Um, I'm really kind of sitting here fighting, trying to get everything on my computer to where I can see what's going on. I know that uh, I am actually hitting live via uh, Skype, so I know my voice is uh, coming out to the airwaves. It's now just a matter of um, where my uh, compatriots are at. So um, we'll uh, be talking uh, shortly um, tonight's uh, SmackDown Live uh, go-home show before um, Sunday's Money in the Bank, last night's Raw live uh, go-home show before Money in the Bank, and uh, a lot of other wrestling news that has been uh, going on over the last uh, few days, and even some news that's not actually wrestling, but is uh, related to the business, because, of course, it uh, involves one particular former wrestler. So, um, I'm... Like I say, I'm kind of uh, sitting here uh, lost out on everything. I just have to kind of uh, wait and see. And um, I think that uh, somebody, one of the co-hosts is messaging me, but right now I cannot see that because my other phone is not uh, giving me a visual on anything. So it's uh, really kind of rough at the moment, um, but uh, we will make it go. Um so uh, we do have uh, clips from uh, Jim Cornette uh, about uh, not, well, not technically the uh, CM Punk uh, UFC fight from Saturday, but the aftermath of that fight, uh, most notably the comments of one Corey Graves. Um, and this was... Uh, a little, uh, I don't know how to say this. Probably, um, oh, not the not the best uh, thing for somebody to sit there and say. Um, now, um, we'll go ahead. Uh, we'll we'll start out. Uh, uh, Jeff Hardy, of course. Um, was involved uh, um, with a uh, um, 
uh, in a uh, driving while impaired um, case uh, back in March of this past year. Uh, and he uh, pleaded guilty on Monday to driving while impaired. <clears throat> He's received a uh, 120-day suspended sentence, $300 in court costs. He'll also need to uh, complete a treatment class and turn over his license. He also has 120 days in which to uh, complete community service, totaling 48 hours. Now, um, what happened was that uh, he ran off the roadway, striking about 105 feet of guardrail before the back end of the car spun out 90 degrees, coming to rest in the middle of the uh, um, northbound uh, lane of traffic. So, um, and of course, uh, we saw he is uh, he is on the road and. Um, Still with you know, still on in the good graces of the company, at least at the time being. And uh, looks like Katie's in now. If I can get uh, if I can get her mic live so that uh, we can actually uh, talk to her. So, um, hang on, Katie. I am I am trying to get you in. I get oh I guess you're God, not. Oh my I'm no longer voiceless. I don't feel silent and mute. Oh, my goodness. I thought I'd never be able to speak again. Good evening, show hubby. <laughs> hey, good evening, show wifey. How you doing, sweetie? Oh, I'm doing okay. It's six days till Ricky. Four days. Four days till Ricky. <coughs> oh, yes. Yeah. And, yes. and, and, and I, yes. I already have I already have four outfits picked out. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> What are you, so what are you gonna do? You gonna you gonna you gonna you gonna say hi to him and then say wait a minute and then go change and yeah I put that. on a, put on another outfit and <laughs> oh my oh. gosh yeah for those for those of you who don't who don't get what's going on here um uh this uh, weekend Katie is going to finally get to meet the man who has uh, given her uh, wet dreams for. A number of years. See, it's, it's not uh, only that. It's not only that. This is the man who got me interested in wrestling. Yes, yes, you all have heard my first match I ever saw was Randy Savage, and he beat Tito Santana for the, for the IC title. But that is not the man who got me into wrestling. I, he, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat was, even before he was a dragon, when, when he was still with Youngblood. Um, but unfortunately, I missed uh, his and Youngblood's uh, tag team career, which kind of sucks. Youngblood died on me before I got to see him. But he was the first wrestler I ever heard about. And, you know, like, I think maybe the second or third wrestler I ever saw. So, mm-hmm. this, so yeah, okay. he, he is why I love wrestling. Yeah, that's, that's nice. That's nice. Um, now, my messenger isn't, isn't running. Have you, have you uh, seen? Oh, I'm getting into the uh, studio. Sean. Sean says he's on his way. Okay. Oh. Okay. Screw you, fucking. So, okay. Okay. Um, I, I spell, well, I I'll tell you. Down. I mean, we we definitely we definitely debuted a couple of uh, new haircuts over the last uh, two days. Um, Baron really? Corbin and the uh, mm-hmm. now finally the shaved the skullet. He finally yeah. shaved the skullet. I am so yeah. happy. That was looking tired. <laughs> It really, yeah, really was. Yeah. It was so tired. Yeah. 
But okay, what was up with that Samoa Joe hair? Mm, I mean, I know, right? Seriously, that was like, uh, I don't know. Like a, I mean, it, it was like, a like it, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, a, paint, oh, a paintbrush across between a between a mohawk and a mullet. Okay. Um, yeah. Maybe, maybe we should maybe we should call it a a mullet. <laughs> a mullet. Well, it sure as hell uh, better than a skullet. Okay, I'm gonna say this right now. All you men out there, if you don't know what a skullet is, it's when you're trying, still trying to keep a hold of your long hair, and it starts about the middle of your, never mind your forehead, your head, and grows out. Yeah, and and it's really stringy and stupid, and and uh, our, us women think you look dumb, and all your male counterparts whether they be your compadres, enemies, or whatever, they're all laughing at you. Whether they like you or not, yeah. they are laughing at you. Yeah. Okay? In other, in other words, in other words a, uh, <laughs> a Hulk Hogan, folks. Oh, God. Skull <laughs> it. City Hulk Hogan. Oh, brother, brother, brother. You need, you need to shave that head. Um, but, okay. All right. All right. Brother, brother, you want to sit there and you want to talk. Brother, brother, brother. Take a shot. Anyways, you want to sit here and you want to talk about yeah. Skullet and Hogan at the same time? This is what I don't understand. Okay. Yes, I understand that his wife was a money hungry little bitch and, and gold digger and whatnot, right. as far as I'm concerned. But couldn't you have taken some of that money and gotten hair plugs? Go to the hair club for men. And you can mess your hair up when you want to mess that hair up. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah, and of course, and of course, the you know, of course, the thing was that uh, he actually even had it in his uh, in his uh, then WWF contract that none of his oh, opponents really? were yeah, allowed to say anything about his hairline. Yeah, yeah, brother, brother, that I was, was totally seriously, brother, 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 you, if you make fun of my skullet, brother, brother, brother. Yeah, exactly. And, oh and then I will tell you that God. no, I do not have a ten-inch penis. Yeah, <laughs> right. Hulk Hogan does. No, no, it's in But I do. Hulk Hogan does, but I don't. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, it's like. What and neither do I. <laughs> well, God, I hope not. <laughs> it's eight inches. It's eight inches. Oh, yeah. Although, although it's although it's fun, cause the, cause the unfortunately you were sick last week, and yeah, I was because so sick. you would have loved because you would have loved. You did not realize, but last week for this show, because there's, cause there's always uh, when when we when I set the programs up, it tells us what season we're in and what episode number we're in. Last week yeah. of uh, of uh, TNT was season four, right. episode sixty nine. Sixty nine, really cool. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I got. I have to reserve myself from uh, totally popping in and out of Bill and Ted's um, lines and yeah, phrases and such. So yeah, yeah. we'll just leave that one alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll be good for once. I'll be good for exactly. once. Because lately, I've been a little off the wall. <laughs> a little. <laughs> a little. Yeah. I've been oh dancing on the gosh. ceiling. Who we been kidding? Who we kidding? I'm dancing on the ceiling. It's all good. But anyways, oh my Jonathan, oh so, Jonathan, where you be? Yeah. Now, Katie, have you got? Are you in? Are you in studio right now? Uh, of course I am. Okay. Um, what do you punch, need? Okay, do, do the do the search and punch up Corey Graves because I'm having some 
issues with my Does laptop it spell it right with now. E-Y? Did you spell it with an E-Y yeah, or C-O-R-E-Y. Y? Yeah, C-O-R-E-Y. Graves as in Graves. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because, Hold on. Because there this we go. Is, All right. Got I it. want to go ahead that, and okay, play does it this. Okay, this is Jim Cornette on this Corey is, Graves. This is Jim Cornette. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because um, I'll actually, in fact, let me do this. I'm gonna, I'm going to read um, the actual, the actual tweets first because okay. um, Jim does not actually, does not actually um, read the tweets. But um, I, but I want to, but I want to go ahead and do this because um, it's really, you know. Because because that that will that will kind of give you a little bit of an explanation as to yeah uh, I need an overview why why this is going on here okay um, I don't even know I don't because, know folks so okay I can say he okay um, well Corey Graves tweeted tweeted this um, there were actually two of them uh, the. One of them says the first rule of punk rock is loyalty, and this guy betrayed it all. I still love you, friend, and he put friend in quotes, and I'm sorry you got lost. Um, and then, uh, and then uh, he, and he also says, "Aw, seems the fans in quotes are disappointed. Maybe you guys should know that quote that dude." held my first son before I did because I was on tour and trusted him. I had dinner with him the week after he quit. And then he says, maybe abandoning everybody who stood by your side, even when we weren't supposed to, only to have you turn your back on us wasn't the right move after all. No anger, only sadness. So go ahead and and, uh, and, uh, play that cornet clip. All right, just a moment. Got distracted. Hi, and here we go. Obviously, that fight caps off a really interesting week for him where after a few years, he finally goes to trial against the WWE. It's interesting. Everyone who wants him to go back to the WWE, they fired him the day he got married. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. the trial happened the week of his UFC fight. So they have just taken yeah. great joys in fucking with him. For everyone who thinks he's going to go back, I don't think he's going back. And he beat them. Well, you haven't really talked too much about. Well, it. yeah, that, well, because like, we taped right before the verdict, the, the experience last week. But he was at least he was one and one for the week. And that's a, why the fuck. I mean, I I have no idea why that anybody thinks that he he's he doesn't need it mentally. He doesn't need it to be a star, obviously, uh, as he said and, and demonstrated by his deeds. And they fucked with him all this time, and on his wedding day, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So I also like that about the guy that he apparently is like me and knows how to hold a good old-fashioned grudge. Um, and I've seen the thing about with Corey Graves, who I've, I've met briefly a couple times. I don't know what their situation is, but now this is something that I truthfully I don't think I could support. If did Do we know this to be a fact that Punk just cut off all his friends that still work there and said, well, fuck y'all, I ain't talking to y'all too just because you work there, or is that just something being drummed up by the one guy? Well, there is some truth to that with a lot of people. Chris Jericho, Hornswoggle, obviously Corey Graves, other people. I don't know if it's everybody or not. I know he was close with Randy Orton, I've heard for a while. I don't know if they still talk, but it was definitely a good amount of people. 
But it may have been the people. That's a little harsh. It is, but unless you think that the people are going to go around and go on Twitter and tweet about it. Well, if somebody's a friend of yours and you talk with them, but not, I, I, you mean just tweet about talking to you and being your friend or tweet about shit you've said no, that shouldn't I mean, look, if, look, I think it's only natural if you have a really difficult time with the WWE while you're there and it gets to the point where I got with him. Very few guys have gotten to that point where you're a main event guy and you actually can have the back and forth fights and they don't just send you home or anything. And he leaves and he's really upset with them. They really screw with him. They fund this doctor, apparently, suing CM Punk's, which means that they have a vested interest in really putting the screws to him. I can understand why he wouldn't want anything to do with any of the people up there who were favored by the office. I, I completely understand Well, but, but, I, but, does, but see, when I left TNA, left, uh, 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 nice euphemism, did that mean I was not going to talk to Dutch Mantel anymore? Of course not. Because it wasn't him that did it to begin with. But it's but, different uh, so, situations, and you know, I, I, again, we, I'm not going to pretend we know everything. No, but nobody gets more violently angry and petulantly <laughs> fucking vindictive than me. Come on, I don't know. Well, we'll try to get, we'll put the investigative team on this. What's what's Michael Cohen doing these days? Does he need a job? <laughs> we'll try to get him to dig into this and see what the fuck. Uh, but but anyway, <clears throat> um. It, it, and the I other think option he is he didn't really like these people all that much to begin with. No, well, now there may be something They that. were co-workers. He was constantly around. And in that world, he loved being around them. I mean, there's a lot of former employees I worked with who I got along great with, who I'd go out and get drinks with, who I don't keep up with. <laughs> I don't deal with anymore. But then, but then you just wouldn't speak to them at all rather than going, hey, you work for the WWF, so fuck you. Yeah, but kind he, didn't, of he didn't exactly but, say that, but if all of a sudden they were texting me all the time after I left, I'd be like, hey, you know, give me some fucking space. Leave me the fuck alone. Well, you're antisocial anyway. I always thought Corey Graves was kind of like a bootleg CM Punk to begin with. When he was <laughs> Did you ever see him when he was a wrestler? He was like a CM Punk fan tribute act. I I could not actually tell you that I've seen him as I've heard that he wrestled. He looks like a lesbian Max Headroom. Oh, now you'll get banned off podcasting for that. You've insulted somebody's sexuality and fucking uh, internet fucking hijacking <laughs> at the same time. So. Oh my god. <laughs> See, uh, I, I, that's, why I, that's why I didn't let you listen. That's why I didn't let you listen to that beforehand. I didn't. I didn't send you the link because I wanted your actual reaction when he called him that. I mean, we t- we have referred we have referred to Graves as Vanilla Ice Milk on here in the yeah, past, but much. when I heard. But when I heard lesbian Max Headroom, I just, I lost Right? Lesbian Headroom, that's fucking amazing. And that's, <laughs> that's why, that's why I pick, I mean, because, because, um, there's, a, there's, uh, there's Cornette talking about the actual fight itself, which Punk lost again. There's the, uh, Dana White, um, interview where he says, you know, that uh, you know, that Phil's a nice guy, and that he's dedicated. But this is this is you know, this is going to be it. And uh, he and he rips on his opponent, this uh, Mike Jackson guy, basically basically saying he more or less uh, pulled a heel 
on him and well, could have and should have finished the match several times, but was just trying to get TV time, so he milked it. He milked uh, it like Corey Graves milks it. Right. Right. Uh-huh. And I am now here. I am sorry I had technical difficulties um, getting on oh. this evening. Oh, but I did yeah. hear the Cornette clip. I did hear the Cornette clip. Uh, I have been hearing what you've been saying, so, you know. Oh, oh, so so did you, did you, did you hear me? So you got to hear me say that Sean enjoys being curled up in a corner with his leg over his head, licking his balls? Yes. Yes, I did. Okay, good. I am like a cat in that respect. Well, I I never, I never said it, so you'd be a liar. (laughs) 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 Um, So there. All right, so here's, okay, so. Uh, uh, well, speaking well, of UFC, we definitely have to talk that Dana White is putting Ronda Rousey into the UFC Hall of Fame. Um, yep. This is a right. big, big, big announcement coming in uh, just days before her first singles match, and what are many are predicting will be her first WWE title run. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Too soon. Too soon. She and I mean, I I understand we've had this disagreement before, but she, but we've also agreed that that she should have to climb the ladder, and she already said that she was more than happy to do so. So why are they thrusting a title upon her this quickly? It makes me sick. What is this? We have well, to have two people. Well, they have Hold on. Now we speak. haven't said that it's Let happened yet. Or why, it's going come to. on now. Can I talk? Okay. Now, now, what what is this here? We we have to have a male and female UFC persona. As, as the, as the belt holders, I think it's disgusting. I think it's utterly disgusting when there's other men and other women out there who work their asses off, and half them were some of them have been working their asses off for a long time, only to see Ronda Rousey walk in and, and Brock Lesnar come up for another five years as a paper fucking champ. You know, and now Ronda Rousey, like, what is going on here? Naya, what? Well, They're only gonna give her a, a hold on. They're only going to give her a two-month run with the title. Is that all Naya's worth? Like, it, I'm, I'm getting disgusted with it. It's, and I've been disgusted with it the whole entire time since Brock has been in and now that Ronda, even when they were hinting Ronda was coming, I didn't like it. Okay? It's great for okay. business. Cross-promotion, that's wonderful. Be quiet. I'm not done. It's wonderful with cross-promotion, but quit shoving them up my ass. Quit trying to make me enjoy this because all you're going to do is piss me off and make me not want to even pay attention. Rant done. Well, nothing guarantees that that's going to happen. Remember, we all thought that Asuka was going to become SmackDown Women's Champion at WrestleMania, and instead she gets her first loss. You're right. And the streak is ended. So we we can't can't say that. Will Mella drop the belt? To who? To Oscar. To Oscar. Yeah. Um, it's it's very it's very possible. I'm still because I mean I'm still trying to process who I think is going to win the the women's money in the bank yet. I'm I, oh. I'm not I, I'm not I'm not sitting there and necessarily seeing a clear cut favorite in this. Okay. 
Whereas, whereas right now, my my big my big thought is that, of course, um, as far as the men's money in the bank goes, uh, it's def it's 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 Strowman's to uh, screw up something with the office and uh, and blow it. Because of course, right now, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman is the golden child of WWE. He is, <coughs> excuse me, he is the star. I'm um, going to agree. And, well, and the things that he can do with the ladder are <laughs> breathtaking. So, you know, yeah. it's it's going to be really interesting to see what they have in store for him to pull off Sunday. Um, right. You know, there's, right. there's, as far as the women's money in the bank, um, at least it won't be a Carmella again. <laughs> like, uh, let it be someone. I'm right. not saying so much there, but at least somebody good, you know. Like, well, last last year, the only reason why Mello won anything is because of the no chin wonder. Okay, that is the only reason why she got the money. And we that. have we have some news on that, and we'll go to it now. Yeah. Ellsworth? Yeah. It is being reported at this time that contract renegotiations have begun between WWE and James Ellsworth for Ellsworth to reappear at Money in the Bank this year. Oh God! You know I'm rolling my eyes, right? Except, except Ellsworth no. back at Money in the Bank. This no, year. no, Sean, that is incorrect. Better not. That is Better incorrect. Be. According according Better to Ellsworth's incorrect. Twitter account, he will be in China working for uh, Middle Kingdom in Wrestling China. in a fatal four-way. Be where in China. He, be happy. Where he will be facing uh, um, Ferguson versus Rusame versus Ellsworth versus and uh, all they have is a picture of a female and the words someone fabulous. Right on. So. Oh, my. Oh, my what? Well, well, we have had a lot. Uh, I just want to share this real quick. We have had a lot of second-generation superstars on the on Wednesday night's program. And I just got a message from a gener- uh, another second- or third-generation superstar. So I'll oh. have some details on that a little bit later as we go throughout the show. But uh, I can say that this gentleman uh, that is a second or third generation star is a former Impact star. So if that tells you anything, if that tells you anything on who that is. um, Why don't you just tell me more? I'm typing it to you. Well, that doesn't do me a darn bit of good right now, Sean. I can't see see it. You're totally teasing me, and, and I'm totally oblivious, and, and it's like going over my head this like a 747. This is your final clue. They are they are a second or third generation star. They are um, they were with Impact at some point, and this is your final clue: aces and eights. 
Oh my. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, I, I have been communicating with him, and I've gotten some communication back. I will work on it, and hopefully within the next couple weeks to next m- couple months, he will be with us. So. Okay. Okay. That'll be. Well, that'll definitely of- be. All right. Well, speaking of, we'll go ahead and promote this. The uh, next uh, um, Glow Night will be Wednesday, July 18th. Now, um, now I've said said before. Now I've said. Now I've said before that, of course, uh, I am going to be uh, um, taking some time away. I don't know exactly. Um, I will. I will go ahead and update everybody right now. Okay. all right. That, Operation time. Uh, yeah. Well, um, my well, my tomorrow morning is when I get my at least I get my right eye measurement done. Good. Okay. Um, measurement. What do you mean probably, measurement? I don't understand. Well, they well they measure they measure the eye they measure the you know the uh, the size of like the um ret you know the retina the lens bubble, all bubble. of that kind of stuff. Now. Because, well, remember, they have to remove the lens, go in, remove all the all the material that is uh, part of the cataract, and then um, and then you know put a uh, artificial lens in in place of it. So, um, yeah. So I don't. So I don't know what uh, what date exactly the surgery is going to be, but obviously, you know, I'm not going to quite probably be in the mood to where I am going to be up for uh, do it for doing much broadcasting but uh, no matter how I may personally feel I will be here even if to say hey what's up on July 18th Um, I'm working of course with uh, our good friend April Enriquez aka Royal Hawaiian Um, we've got something We've got something in mind, and if we get this, it's going to be very huge. And obviously, Al, I'm going to uh, want to be there as part of it since you know I've been you know working working on this for quite a while, you know, with her. So right. Awesome. And then um, we've got some other guests that are going to be coming back. Ladies and gentlemen, we haven't talked to her in what seems like an eternity, but it's actually it's I actually know. been it's actually Ooh. been a while. So, ladies and gentlemen, I have reached out to the collector of gold, Casey Carlisle, and oh, asked her to come oh, back on the program, and we are scheduling that. Um, and we're going to get something set up, so she'll be returning. I'm talking to some of the other girls that we've had, um, and they'll Caitlin be returning. Diamond? What about Caitlin Diamond? What do you think? I will have to. Who is this? I don't know. Who okay. is it? Could be Billy. Sorry. No. Okay. Um, you know, it's one of those things that um, there's going to be a lot of guests coming back. Because, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I've made this announcement once before, but I want to remind everybody, mark your calendars because anniversary comes your way Tuesday night, uh, 
October 2nd, Wednesday night, October 3rd. It is our five-year anniversary. Yep. And Steve and I are pulling... It has been five years already. We are pulling out all the stops, and it's going to be... Go ahead, Katie. You mean to tell me I was 40 years old when I started with you, and you guys aged me by five years? Oh, my God. (laughs) They're the reason for some of the lines on my face that should not be there. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for the gray hair. Katie, think about about this. I was in my 50s when we started this stuff. Oh, I know, right? I'm going to be... I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be I'm going to be 61 in uh well a little over shortly. a little over a week and a half. Yeah. I know. It's great shortly. Which means that I was 23 when we started and I'll be 28 in November, so uh yeah, this this is uh this has been a fun 5 years. So we want you to uh let us know who you want to hear for that. Uh we're we're kind of going back and going through our history and seeing who we'd like to have come back for that. And, uh, man, we've got some round tables that we're trying to get scheduled as well. So we've got some great stuff coming on Wednesday nights. Um, and with that being said, I'm going to take about 10 minutes on this because, man, there are just people out there that don't get it. They just don't get it. I don't know that they ever will. Um, People just don't. They will never. Well, it's like some people were born with common sense to begin with. Chip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh, no. Yes, indeed. Oh, I am. Play more. I, play more of that song. I love that song. Chip, you know what? You just made the list. Oh, no. Pleasant news to report at this time. I am oh, going to name Federer. 
I, I for once. PWX. Okay, you play, you play okay, you play the P okay, you bleh. you play the shitless song but you have nice things to say? I don't have nice things to say, but I have good news. Okay. Okay, you have good news. All right. PWX drew a whopping <laughs> thirty people Saturday night to their show at the strip club and the adult film store. Oh my. How many? Thirty? Thirty. Is that what you said? Thirty. Thirty. Thirty at max. But the pictures look like I much more of that, but I did see another. Mm. Yeah. And and I go, so how much money did you lose? And he goes, promoters sometimes lose, sometimes lose money. I said, not the good ones. <laughs> and Steve, I know, I know you, you know, you'll agree with me on this. The good ones don't lose money. Right. Right. I'm, uh, you know, uh, yeah, my yeah, and my page of course has been you know, got got flooded with uh with comments from uh you know, people still trying to still trying to defend it even after the uh picture uh went up showing the you know, showing it. Absolutely. So and and there are other people that are defending it and I don't know why. Um, as I said, as I said a couple weeks ago, these people, people like Joey Eastman, believe that this guy is the lesser of two evils between me and this guy, and I, I think that's kind of bullshit. The, if the guy's pay, overpaying talent and losing money hand over fist, why is somebody not raising the fucking stink about this? Because if it were me in his shoes, oh God, everybody would be throwing up their hands and and Sean this, Sean that, Sean this, Sean that. I don't fucking get it. If you're in the wrestling business, you're in the wrestling business to make money. If you're not in the wrestling business to make money, you're in here to stroke yourself off and doing it for your own ego and personal attention and gain. Okay? Ooh. There are pe- a lot of people out here that do that. Rex Gill is yeah. one of them. Um, there are a couple other promoters that do it. Right. But this guy yeah. has not a fucking clue what he's doing. Because if he did, right. there would have been more than 30 people in the audience. And yeah. it rained the and night before. It rained the night before, and it rained that morning, and I prayed to God that it was going to get rained out, but it did not. But not they did draw that, shit. If he knew, yeah. if he knew yeah. what he was doing, he wouldn't have a show in the same place where you could use a glory hole. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. And, 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 the, and the funny thing is, y'all posted – you know, posted a rather negative message about, you know, about the show talking like, you know, like we're some, you know, like Southpaw Regional Wrestling, like we're some little, you know, rinky-dink show that uh, people only hear, you know, in the, in the immediate area. And, in fact, that is far from the truth. In fact, we're probably less heard in in the in the Chicago area than we are in uh, not only in other parts of the country but in other parts of the world. I and that's okay. I can look, I can look on the map and we have we have listeners you know in the south. We have listeners on the west coast. We have listeners in the northeast in of, of the U.S. We have many listeners in Canada. We have listeners in Mexico. We have a lot of listeners. <laughs> Uh, As the song says, 
everywhere is war. So everywhere is war. And we're being heard everywhere. I told this guy that we are getting uh, 200 to 300, 250 to 300 people a week. And he goes, oh, you're just ripping on my promotion because, because you guys need ratings. I don't need ratings from your shitty Fed. I draw, I draw plenty enough if ratings anything, without talking was, about your if, shitty Fed. Yeah, if anything, <laughs> if, anything that, if anything, that would take ratings away from us. <laughs> so, in fact, really, fact, really, you know what, Sean? Let's just stop talking about them. Now, uh, well, I, mean, I do want to make a couple other points. Say that, say that any publicity is good publicity? No. No, it's not. Obviously, obviously, you're not watching the news. You're not watching what's currently happening, what uh, type of publicity the uh, illegal occupant of the White House is getting. And it's not good. Sorry. Um, you know, the thing about it is this, if he, we, we were told, I'm not going to say who he overpaid, but we were told that he paid one Chicago area wrestler $500 to show up this past Saturday. That is fucking insane. That is just absolutely fucking insane. Cause yeah. I like the guy. And that, the guys, and that doesn't include the cost of the ring. Liability insurance, provided he actually had any liability insurance. No, <laughs> right? And and I and I really even doubt that he had that. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, you know, I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. He was the last him and I talked about that because him and I did talk before he, you know, sprung it on me that he was bringing beast, and then I was like, yeah, you could go get fucked three ways from sideways. Um, he was like, well, I can't announce anything until I talk to my insurance. What fucking insurance company in their right mind is going to sanction an event all ages at that location? And without a date. Hmm. No. You have to have have an effective date for the policy. We know that because we've we've dealt with insurance companies. That's correct. During during you know doing Wrestle Wars events. That's and correct. That, and mm-hmm. you have to have a date for the insurance company to be willing to draw the coverage for you. And you know he had a date, but you know, the thing about it is he couldn't he couldn't announce the date. He couldn't do anything, and this show was not heavily promoted at all. So it drew shit. He made a mockery of the area. I told him that. I have no problem telling everybody else that. Um, you know, out of, out of all the promotions to run here, that has got to be one of the most fucked up things that I've ever seen in my life to run uh, profession- done here in the Illinois Valley on a wrestling scene. Uh, right. Because it's, yeah. I mean, and again, that's, that, that's all we need to say about it because, like I say, we're not That's some it. little rinky-dink, you know, regional radio show. We're not well, the real-life version of Southpaw Regional Wrestling. The thing about it is this. Wrestling that is not making money shouldn't be done in the first place. And that is their closing comment on this. If you're not well, in this and you're not – if you're losing money hand over fist, it's time to get out. Okay. If you're making money, continue what you're okay. doing. Keep up the good work. 
But I know damn well he lost money hand over fist, and he can't lie and say otherwise, because that would be a lie. And I, I Look, I know numbers. I have run wrestling shows. I know the numbers. I know what it takes. You lost money hand over fist with 30 people in your audience at that. So it's, you know, it's one of those things. You're either in it to make money or you're in it to stroke your own ego. Evidently, you're in it to stroke your own ego and have fun circle jerking with all your buddies. Next. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, next, John Cena has his next film role. (laughs) And and boy, is this big. Okay. It's a. It's a. It's gonna be. It's gonna be uh, released in in 2019. And the movie will be based around a Chinese private security contractor who will be played by Jackie Chan. Very nice. Who was called to who is called in to extract oil workers from a China run oil refinery in the Middle East after it is attacked. Um, Chan's character teams up with Cena's character, a former Marine, to stop the attackers after discovering that their real plan is to steal a fortune in oil. Now, here's the other big part about this. Cena is replacing another actor who was originally scheduled to have this role. And this other actor is... uh, a nobody that uh, people have never heard of, some guy named uh, Sylvester right. Stallone. Oh. So, yes, yes, that is well, where Cena is at. John Cena hopefully, hopefully is becoming Stallone. now in that in that top tier movie draw. Oh wow! And Maybe so Sylvester Stallone. Who are number one and oh. number two right now? As far as far as uh, as far as top box office draws go, Katie, The Rock, The Rock, yeah, and I can't think. Help me think. Big guy, oh. bunch of tattoos. That could be anybody, like um, Batista. I don't know. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The top money-making guys right now in Hollywood are Dwayne Johnson and Dave Bautista. And now Cena is getting up into that echelon. So, you think about it. The wrestling business is making is making more movie stars than oh, than, than the Broadway stage is. <laughs> Or TV. WWE Studios. You want to be a wrestler? You want to be a movie star? Well, you don't even have to do a WWE Studios film now. They're they're (laughs) signing you to 20th Century Fox and and Disney and God knows who else. Oh, Lord. That's what's so so cool about it. And that... um, now uh, we don't know whether this was whether this is a work injury or a real injury, but uh, apparently Zincada uh, was uh, scheduled to be on SmackDown Live tonight, but um, they're reporting that a shoulder injury uh, caused him to not 
Dion. He was uh, scheduled according to what they uh, listed uh, to face Andrade Cien Almas. But again, nobody's nobody's for sure whether that's for real or or whether that's or whether that's storyline. Um, now we do know somebody who, and what and what is it about about Memphis and uh, and WWE people uh, getting robbed there? Um, the last time the last time out, AJ Styles got wow. got robbed. That's okay. Scary. Well, um, there is a little there's a little tweet. Um, that uh, was posted uh, yesterday afternoon um, by a uh, by a certain Bulgarian brute who okay. uh, who posted, "Thank you, Sheraton Hotels Memphis, for quote cleaning the room and stealing my wife's camera and my money from my wallet." I ah. Oh. That's fucking disgusting. So it's it's cleaning people, stealing from wrestlers. Well, nice. Who knows? I mean, but uh, you know, but e- but either way, but you know, I mean, if it is, that's really bad. That uh, well, shows that uh, your that your workers are not trustworthy. Wall safes are needed. And I and I don't and I tell you what, I don't blame it. Keeping, we steal your that's, stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't blame. I don't blame Miroslav for being, you know, upset exactly. and, and posting that. Exactly. No, no, Sean, do it right. Housekeep, housekeeping. You want mints for pillow? Housekeeping. <laughs> we 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 turn down your bed. Housekeeping. We come steal your stuff now. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. So, um, I'll tell you what. Um, oh. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna load this up. Uh, Tomorrow, but uh, there, but um, there is a uh, there is a video, um, so I'll I'll uh, pull the audio and load it up tomorrow. Uh, about that, uh, Chris Jericho did a uh, recent did an interview. Now this happened before um, Saturday night's uh, um, Dominion show, but mm-hmm. talks about why he will not be at All In. Or will not do any other wrestling events here in the U.S. Oh wow! And it's quite it's uh, quite an interesting thing. And speaking of boy, um, yes, um, uh, New Japan Dominion. That was a huge event, um, and uh, the and every and everything that uh, happened on that was I mean we'll go ahead we'll talk about this because um, might as well we might as well go ahead and bring and bring this up then we can uh, after we uh, after we take our break and I've got the song queued up for that um, Excellent. but uh, um, El Desperado and uh, Yoshinobi Kanemura defeated Sho and Yo to retain the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships um Juice Robinson and David Finley defeated Switchblade Jay White and uh, Yoshihashi, which um, I kind I kind of find that one a little bit unusual, unless uh, 
unless Hashi uh, took the fall because, um, of course, Jay White is the current uh, New Japan United States champion. Um, uh, Minori Suzuki and Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Toro Yanu and uh, Tomohiro Ishii. And now this is a, now this is a big one. Michael Elgin defeated Taichi Ishikari and Hiroki Goto to win the Never Openweight Championship. So Elgin has a New Japan has a New Japan title belt. Um, the Young Bucks defeated uh, Seiya, Sonata, and Evil to win the uh, IWGP World Tag Team Championship. Um, they need that purple two milligram triflugal parazine. Why didn't you remind me? I told you when I got home that I didn't have it. Two milligram. Oh, sorry guys. We'll, Holy shit, dude. We'll, uh, oh we'll, my we'll god. Try it. Try and mute him here. Uh, oh. Alrighty then. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Bullet Club, uh, consisting of uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, Hangman Adam Page, and Marty Marty the Villain Scroll, defeated Hiroshi Tanahashi, Jushin Thunder Liger. And Rey Mysterio Jr. Um, uh, Hiromu Takahashi defeated Will Ospreay to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. And big surprise or big shocker, and I did not expect this one. I don't think anybody expected this one. Chris Jericho defeated Tetsuya Naito to win the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. And then in a 30-minute spectacular, Kenny Omega defeated uh, Kazukicha Okada in a two-out-of-three falls match to win the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship, which makes Omega only the third wrestler and the first Gaijin to have held both all the Intercontinental, the Junior, and the IWGP World Championship. So that is so that is now that is some that is some huge stuff. <clears throat> and of course, uh, Omega will be defending that title. Uh, at uh, the big show in July at uh, the Cow Palace in San Francisco, which uh, which will be which will be broadcast live on uh, on Access TV. Um, All right. Well, we're going to take these next couple moments to uh, remember the fallen because it was one year ago today that uh, some tragedy happened here in the United States at a gay nightclub in Florida. So, I'm going to load up this clip. We're going to have two songs back. Excuse me. I was just in the studio. Right when I want to go play a song, it backed me out of the studio. You cocksucker. Shit. <laughs> uh, we're going to play this, and I want everybody to kind of 
Um, if you know somebody that is gay or bisexual or any of that, um, think of them. Think of them in in this moment. We're going to do two songs back to back. Um, and I want everybody to kind of just take this moment to be proud of who you are. And if you're straight, be thankful that you don't need a straight pride. So this is for the members that lost their life at Pulse. And we'll never forget you. And um, it was an unfortunate tragedy that I know I will never forget in my lifetime. So this is for you.
We will forever have your pulse. Burn down the sun. I'm not
Have you ever wanted to become a wrestler, a referee, or a manager? Well, then you got to come and join us at Welfare Wrestling. We got some of the best trainers around. They've trained at Northwest Georgia Championship Wrestling, Southwest Florida Championship Wrestling, Alabama Championship Wrestling, and all them other there championship wrestlings. And we charge $10 worth of food stamps that our weekly show is behind Myrtle's Trailer Park. And that's what you get paid, food stamps. That way you can come and wrestle, and then you can go over to Floyd's and buy yourself that T-bone steak for $1.50. So come on down to one of our weekly training sessions, Monday nights, Wednesdays, right after church, and Friday nights. Come to the training camp right behind Goober Piles Gas Station, maybe area RFD. We'll be looking forward to seeing you. Y'all come down now, he uh. You want to be a professional wrestler, but are tired of waiting to hit the ropes? You feel like you're ready to wrestle in the main event just by watching an episode of SmackDown? Well, come to the Codge Hills Wrestling Alliance, where no experience is necessary. Step in our ring as much for as little time as you want. Get yourself ready, and we'll book you in all our events. Only you know best when you're prepared to conquer the world. Don't spend months and years sliding under arrogant prima donna veterans who have you pay to put up and take down the ring. Join us CHWA, and you'll be wrestling front millions when we broadcast your matches live online. CHWA, where training is optional because we share your desire to live your fantasy right now. Call us today. Call us today. Oh, don't do this now. Thank you. Um, well, we are back. I don't know where Steve Kane is. And I don't know where Katie is. Katie? Katie? I muted myself. I forgot. <laughs> I'm like sitting here freaking out. I'm like, Steve is gone and Katie is gone and I'm all here by myself. Oh no, I'm all here by myself. No, no, that can't be happening. You can't leave him alone. Not even for five minutes. <laughs> well, uh, we do want to remember those, again, those, those tragic lives that were lost at Pulse Nightclub. One year ago tonight or today, and um, man, what a tragedy that was. So we're going to talk some more wrestling, and I'm going to hope to God that Steve Kane can jump back in here. Um, did you talk about Adam Cole, baby? No, baby. Well, oh, speaking of babies, we're going to talk about Adam Cole. Adam Cole evolves. 107 happens June 24th, and the card will feature a title <laughs> defense by NXT North American champion Adam Cole, baby. And his opponent is rumored to be someone who's on the WWE's radar for quite a while. Is this the tryout before they sign this star? We'll have to wait and see. Uh, this is why I this is why I hate when Steve Kane drop like vanishes out of thin air. It's so hard to continue where he left off. Sometimes, yeah. Uh, you know, we're going to talk about SmackDown and Raw. 
Um, I don't know where Johnny G has been the last couple of weeks. He like just kind of disappeared from our audience. So yeah, uh, Billy's uh, around somewhere. Well, Billy's still listening in. Oh, Billy boy. Billy, Billy. Uh, and uh, I, I, you know we do have the opportunity for you to call in at two one three nine four three three seven one nine. You got something on your chest? Want to get it off? Call in. We love to hear about all wrestling related stuff. So, if you think if you think The Rock sucks, John Dina's John Dina. Who the hell is John Dina? John Dina. <laughs> well, I mean, did you just invent that's... a new transsexual wrestler or something? <laughs> <laughs> but but wouldn't, it, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be John John Dina the diva? <laughs> I think it would. And welcome back, Steve. Great to have you back. Thank God you're back. Where did you leave off? Us. Where did you leave off? We don't uh, care. We don't need a song and dance. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, let's we were talking about really Adam Cole, baby. Adam Cole, baby. Oh yes, yes. This is yes. This uh, um, his his match at Evolve is is really gonna is really gonna be a big one. Not necessarily for him, but for but for the person that uh, he's going to be going up against, which is uh, the uh, Australian star Walter. Now the thing is, Walter is uh, is somebody that has been um, rumored to be on uh, the WWE radar for quite some time, and um, this might actually be more or less the final tryout match before they actually officially go ahead and sign him. So. Now, um, we'll have to we'll have to see we'll have to see what uh, what comes as a as a result of this. Um, you know, obviously we know it's not going to be a squash match. Um, we'll have to see how much um, Walter is given in terms of offense Where? in the match. You know, to see to see how to see you know what uh, what this will, this will be this is yeah this will be at uh evolve uh let's see what is it one uh one oh seven or one oh eight one yeah one oh seven that's right one oh seven on the twenty fourth whose camp is that like it's impact what is it it's an it's a company that w w e has okay. ties to all right good to know didn't know um well, NXT has ties to them. WWE yeah. has ties to them as well. So, okay. Okay. yeah, um, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, yeah, their broker actually is a is a uh, WWE contracted employee. Right. right so. Um, so that'll be huge. And then the other thing that uh, we wanted to get into, or I wanted to get into quickly, is that we have an updated card for the UK Championship tournament. Which will be taking place, uh, boy, really, 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 really soon. It's uh, let's see. Um, in fact, I think in fact it's actually this weekend uh, coming up. Excellent. 
This weekend and... when I see Rikita Dragon Steamboat. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> no, Sean, you missed it. I opened with that, and and um, yeah, I've got four outfits picked out so far. I want to talk about this because a lot of wrestling fans, uh, I, I've even heard of people giving him shit in person about this. Ric Flair explains why he never faced Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. You know what? Nothing with him surprises me. It really, really doesn't. Um, I had no idea I was going to win the Rumble. I just came in. I was 40 years old, and this was 1991. People had waited for it so long that I think they said we're not waiting until WrestleMania. Let's put these guys together because nothing else was working at the time. We actually started on the West Coast and sold out everything. And in all honesty, Turner did not have the audience or the viewership in the West Coast that they did, that they had in the Midwest. So they knew me, but not that well. So we went to Oakland, L.A., Phoenix, San Diego, and back on the road. I landed in New York. Bobby Hernandez quit. Then we did the garden, and we didn't see each other. That was the statement from Ric Flair on why they never won at it at WrestleMania. Because, yes, in 1991, there was plans for that year's WrestleMania to be headlined with Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. I don't know if anybody knew that, but that's... uh, No, didn't. Steve, did you know that? I didn't know um, I had heard the rumors, but uh, you know, of course, like anything else within within the business, especially at that time, um, rumors flew around, and uh, you know, um, reality quickly uh, took over, and the situation would be like, no, that's not what's really going to happen, and right. instead they throw something else at you that you'd be sitting there and just kind of shrugging your shoulders, going, why? Wow. <laughs> well, and that, you know, but this is the thing. WCW, what was it that this match happened? Let me see if I can pull this up real quick. Blair Alrighty, versus Hogan. Wasn't it Bash at the Beach? Um, I believe it was, yes. I believe it was. Bash at the Beach, 1994. Question. Yes. Were there never any opportunities when they were both in WWE together? I mean, shit. Well, what they're what they're saying is they had them go at it at the Royal Rumble, and they had Flair win the belt, and then either Hogan left or Flair left WWE and went back to WCW. I think Flair left WWE and went back to WCW. Bash at the Beach 1994 was held in Orlando, Florida, and it was Ric Flair with Mr. Ric Flair versus Hulk Hogan with Mr. T. So not only did they cash in on not only did they cash in on bringing uh, Hogan in, they cashed in on bringing Mr. T in as well, which was a good friend of Hogan's. So it was Mr. Yeah. Uh, Hulk Hogan with Mr. T and Jimmy Hart against Ric Flair with Sensational Sherry. 
I love both of those managers. And this would be a big, big money match for WCW that never happened in WWE. And it should have. Right. That would have put asses in seats, man. That, that's money. You know what else was on that same show, mm-hmm. Katie? As I'm looking Tell through me. it now, Tell Steve me. Austin versus oh. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. So Steve Austin, will he, will he, will he still have long blonde hair? Uh, yes, at this yeah. time he would have. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God! One of my friends. Yeah, let's see, because that was that was post Hollywood f- Blonde. <laughs> one of my friends, one of my friends wanted to take her mom to meet Ricky the Dragon Steamboat this weekend, but but was unable to. That's okay. That's okay, basic bitch. You get nothing, and I get more. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, this was post uh, Hollywood Blonde. Steve Austin still would have had the long hair, and this yeah. would have this right. would been <coughs> really, really close to the time <laughs> that he was getting ready to drop out. Yeah, he had a skullet. Yeah, went to left, got fired by FedEx, and then went to ECW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not a bad house for this. Fourteen thousand people in nineteen ninety four to see oh. Hulk Hogan versus Ric Flair. And I remember, I remember the press conference for this. Uh, it was a very, very big press conference that took place for this pay per view. So, might have to go yeah. back and watch that on the uh, on the uh, network. Might be able to pick up a couple tips. Um, but yeah, I mean that that would have been huge for WWE, even mm. even if it was the time during the time that Vince brought Hogan back to make his return to WWE after WCW had went out of business. If he would have signed Flair and Hogan and put Flair and Hogan together, then it still would have made money. Yeah, yeah. Because look, Impact did it. And they made a little bit of money on it. Not a lot, but a little bit. Right. So, I mean, uh, that's just one of those things. Yeah, and and that was and that was a time period when both when both those guys were, uh, you know, were past their prime. That's true. I mean, this was probably a big marquee match. One of the bigger marquee matches that Vince did not get. Um, this is the reason why Dusty, when, when Vince brought him in, let's put him in polka dots because he didn't get Dusty Rhodes. He didn't get that Dusty was the American dream. No, he didn't get the gimmick. So he, yeah. we'll poke, and, we'll, plus, we'll, and plus it was uh, a case of, Hey, you came, you came to me from WCW. So I am going to. Embarrass you as much as I possibly can. Yep. So that's why. So that's why you had. That's why you had him doing all the bit with the Dusty Rhodes uh, butcher shop with. You can beat my prices, but you can't beat my meat. (laughs) Beat my prices, but you can't beat my meat. I don't want. 
yeah. you can't make me beat your meat. Um, man, this also this just go, going back and looking at this, and this is a new show that Steve and I are going to try to bring you guys. I don't know what his time is going to be like in the month of July, but in the future, we're going to take a day and sit back and and rediscuss an old pay per view that's you know, what, be it the first NWA Clash of the Champions or um, going back to some of the bigger, bigger events that WWE uh, had on television over the years, because you got to remember, I think it was the King of the Ring that made air on USA back in the 80s. Um, So Steve would know more about that than I would, but I want to break down some of these older shows because, man, some of these have got some golden gems. Brad Armstrong and Brian Armstrong against Steve Kern and Bobby Eaton, Lord Steven Regal uh, yeah. against Johnny B. Bad, Vader against the Guardian Angel. I don't know whoever that – oh, my God, that oh. was uh, Big Boss Man. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yes, it was. Uh, I had to look at that. I was like, who the hell was the Guardian Angel? Like, why don't I remember this? Terry Funk and Bunkhouse Buck, who was probably, I got to tell you, I went back and watched some of the old WCW stuff when we were doing Wars, Steve, and that is probably one of the most underrated talents I've ever seen. Bunkhouse Buck, Buck, yeah. He came in and bumped his ass off for everybody and just, I was like, how is this guy not more over than what he is? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but it was Funk and Bunkhouse Buck against Dustin Rhodes and Arn Anderson. I said Steve Austin against Steamboat. Pretty wonderful, yeah, which yeah. is Paul Roma yeah. and Paul Orndorff against Cactus Jack and Kevin Sullivan. And then, uh, again, Hulk Hogan against Ric Flair. So, yeah, that, yeah. that was a... I mean, WCW used to... You know, and this is why it still bugs me that they wound up going out of business because they really put on some excellent cards back in the day. I mean, their, you know, their pay-per-view events were really spectacular in terms of the, you know, matches that they would put together and that. And they also did a lot better build-ups than, Do you rem- the, than WWF did. Do you remember what their May pay-per-view was that year, Steve? Uh, and they might have done this a little bit differently. Let me see if Flamboree. Well, well, you know, yes. well, no. Flamboree. Starcade was always Starcade was always the main. Starcade I was not. Was, I was a fan of Starcade, but in the early nineties. One at a time. One at a time. Uh, I was a fan of Starcade, but the one that I liked, uh, especially in the early nineties, and this would have been the first one that would have been under Bischoff's rulership, Slamboree nineteen ninety three, a Legends reunion. Oh yeah, that, was, event, that was a great one. At the event, Luthez, Mister Wrestling Two. Vern Gagne, Eddie Graham, Ole Anderson, The Assassin, Ox Baker, Red Bastine, Lord James Blears, The Crusher, The Fabulous Moolah, Greg Gagne, Bob Geigel, Stu Hart, Magnum T.A., Bugsy McGraw, 
Don Owen, Dusty Rhodes, Grizzly Smith, John Tolos, Mad Dog Vachon, and Johnny Valentine. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, this that was an excellent show. Uh, let's see. Dick Murdoch, Don Morocco, Wahoo McDaniel, Blackjack Mulligan, Jim Brunzel, Snooka, Thunderbolt Patterson, the Kobops, Baron Von Roschke. I mean, my God, this thing was loaded with talent. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. They they don't make them like that anymore, Steve, because our legends are not around like that. You can't get a group no. of those legends together like that and go, hey. Yo, hey, what? But also, too, yo, the thing is, Sean, these were guys that knew how to work. Now, yep. this is one of the things Indeed. which we have talked about a lot with, uh, you know, with, uh, with Rick, um, Crusher Tanop on Wednesday nights, and we talked about this with some of the, you know, with, with Bob Cook. We have talked about that with Bob numerous times, you know. Yeah. Those guys, you know, in that period knew how to work, okay. Ivan and Nikita Koloff, um, Barry Darsow, who at that time was uh, working as uh, Crusher Khrushchev, you know, uh, you know, I mean, you mentioned the assassin. That's uh, Jody Hamilton, who, of course, his uh, son was, is uh, Nick. You know, is is the guy we know was Nick Patrick. Um, you know, former uh, WCW head official, and that. You know, these are all guys that you know understood the psychology of the business and. They also, you know, understood how to, like Bob said, you know, make it look good without actually hurting the other person. Absolutely. Uh, and and that's you know, and that and that's become and that has become one of those lost arts in our industry. You know, these guys think that you know you have to. Lay it in as you know, as as stiff as all get out, because well, gee, yo, know, everybody everybody yo know, sits there and paints us with that paints us with that f brush, and we want to be more like you know MMA, and that. Now I wanna I wanna can, go to a you quick. You can make it look real without making it really real. I wanna look. I wanna take a quick note here. WCW Slamboree 1994, a Legends reunion, drew 4,000 people. Bash at the Beach, which was in June, or I'm sorry, July, drew 14,000 people. So Hulk Hogan brought them an additional 10,000 people. Yep. I mean, that's that's like night and day. You go from 4,000 asses in the seats to 14,000. Right. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, you have to you have to admit Terry had Terry had drawing power back in the day. No two no two ways about it. I mean, yo. And the reason Terry that this show after Terry drew people when he was up here working for Vern. 
The only problem was that Vern oh, didn't like didn't like Terry, you know, enough to make him champion because oh, Terry was too much of a show guy and that and you know, Vern wanted you know, the types that looked like they, you know, had actual legitimate wrestling ability. That's why you know, that's why you know, the Brad Rangins and the Billy Robinsons and those guys got the pushes and the titles where, um, you know, where the, um, where, where Terry and, you know, any of the other guys like that didn't, you know, didn't get that, you know, at least not the full push of having a, having a belt around them. Now, the next pay-per-view that would come after Bash at the Beach would be Fall Brawl. Now, if you remember, Fall Brawl was two rings, two cages, or two rings, right. one cage. Um, so it did not allow them to draw max capacity, but they were able to draw 6,500. We go to Halloween Havoc that year. It's the revenge match between Hogan and Flair uh, in inside of the steel cage. And yeah. this draws another 14,000 people. Yep. Yep. So, and, and then I believe that same year, it, oh, that was what it was. Maybe, wow, WCW might have actually coined the term triple threat because there's an advertisement here. Uh, it's a triple threat. One historic mm-hmm. night with Vader... Hogan and Sting in the main event. But it ended up being Hulk Hogan versus The Butcher, whoever the hell. Oh, it was frickin' uh, Beefcake. Right. I forgot about that gimmick. He had so many gimmicks in WCW. That man, that man probably had a, you know, a stock in costumes at that point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the Zodiac. I'm the Boogeyman. Or the Booty Man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think that was Katie's I think that was Katie's favorite WCW <laughs> character, the Booty Man. Which? The, the Booty what? Man. Booty I Man. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was a big, I was a big beef. I was a big beefcake fan back in the day. Everybody knows that. You know, I loved Ricky Dragon Steamboat, but he's, he's married. He, yeah, I don't know. He just seems, even if he wasn't married, he just seems really unattainable and far away. You know, <laughs> just removed from the female scene type thing. Well, um, we'll definitely be talking about that. Um, and, you know, we'll be talking more about these old school pay-per-views in weeks to come because there's a lot of good hidden gems on there that you can find. Um, well, shall we go into SmackDown and Raw? Yeah, go let's, ahead. I didn't let's get do to it. See. We got a half I, an I hour. I missed the first hour. I, I missed the first hour of SmackDown. I'm, yeah, my Android box is being a squat waffle. I don't want to talk about it. It better be not being a squat waffle for Money in the Bank, because if I have to watch, I, I'm serious. I don't know what the hell's going on with me streaming things on my on my computer either, because, yeah, it's just freezing no matter where I try. It's just pissing me off. Fuh-fuh. 
like to the point where if I have to order the damn pay-per-view on my cable box, I'm going to be mad, but I'll still do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor Katie. Um, yeah, poor Katie. Raw well, started off, I mean, you know, as long as you, hey, Katie, as long as you've got a network account, you, you know, you can download the app and, I don't, you know, for the network and still do it. I don't have a network account. On my Android box, I have I have the WWE you'll have to, network. You'll have to you'll have to see if maybe somebody I'll will figure uh, something else. give I'll you something give you their else. login I'm info. I'm not. Uh, if I want to do that, if I would want to do that, I've got two people in the UK. I can have do that for me. If I want to do that. Huh? There you go. So we'll see. Um, don't worry, I'll figure uh, it out. We started yeah. things off with Braun Strowman, Alexa Bliss, Kevin Owens. <laughs> Finn Balor, Sasha Banks, Bobby Roode, Ember Moon, and Natalia on the ladders in the ring. Yeah. Kurt Angle comes out. Yep. Kurt comes out, and then all of a sudden, Bald Corbin shows up. Yeah, Bald Corbin. That was a surprise, and that was a welcome surprise. I was happy. I actually clapped and went, yes. You know, I'm sorry. I just didn't like him with sparse hair like men if you're losing your hair and you can afford to go go to uh go to hair club for men get either get the hair hair plugs or the x-strands do something anything please because or shave your damn head please yeah please. yeah exactly exactly embarrassing but, you're embarrassing uh, us. We, don't, we we don't want to walk down the street with you looking like that so please do something oh yeah 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 and that was that was a good segment. A uh, lot of lot of good build up, uh, and contrast between everybody that was going to be involved in uh, both ladder matches and that, and then led to that. Oh my God, killer four way, and that I I will I will I will use. This is a word I rarely use. On matches, especially multi-person matches, but this was a masterpiece. Okay, I mean, every move, every spot had a logic from one spot to the next. There was a flow. Everything that everything that happened. The spot before led logically to the spot after it and to the spot after that, so on and so forth. And, oh, my God, Ember Moon had the two biggest pop moves of the night. That suplex that she did, that double suplex, and then the dive out that, I'll tell you what, Honestly, it scared me because it legitimately looked like Sasha Banks got a concussion. Because it looked like, even in slow-mo, it looked like her head slammed into that barricade. Ouch. You know, I mean, you know, and then, you know, and then, and then to uh, go ahead and give, uh, and give Natty the win helps her, you know, 
look strong, look like the look like the Cinderella story going into Sunday. You know, the the competitor who's coming, you know, fighting an injury that uh, took place the week before uh, at the hands of the much bigger Nia Jax, and that, um, you know, really, really, I think, uh, I think, set up, you know, at least their end of the story very well. You know. So. Mhm. Sorry, no. just listening to you. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Then Kevin Owens offering olive to Finn Balor. How? <coughs> like, well, I don't have an olive branch, but I know you know you're into healthy food stuff and all of that, and you know with. Let's you know, let's all let's work together against Strowman. And then from there, uh you get Brizongo against uh um Ziggler and uh McIntyre. Which definitely I mean you know, again again the uh, Ziggler McIntyre stock continues to build up. Uh, I don't know I don't know if this is gonna lead into uh you know, Eventual uh, tag team run. Uh, Michael Cole may have uh, spilled the beans on that in the commentary last night. Hell, mm-hmm. uh, like a knob. Yeah, yeah. Like a knob. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, like a chump. Then, right. Uh, mm-hmm. Then. And then uh, Roman Reigns versus the Maha. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. And can you believe it? I I don't know, but suddenly Roman got Roman got positive results, positive reaction. He bit, was getting cheered all night. Yeah, I noticed that. I noticed Roman was getting half decent response last night. I'm glad. You know, yeah, yeah. sure, sure. He's another I one mean, that's being stuffed down on throat too, but not as bad. Right. At least he's from trying. last week. To this week, you know, all of a sudden, you know, fans are starting to like him now. Uh-huh. So, I don't know how long that's going to last. Not long. Yeah, they just like him not. more than Jinder Mahal because everybody's sick and tired of Jinder Mahal being pushed down their throats. Uh-huh. The he he's as talented as all fuck, but you know it's, it's getting old and tired, <coughs> and I'm getting sick of his yeah. bitch tits. I really really am. Then, then the B team take on Heath team. Slater and Rhino. Yeah, the B team, the most over team in WWE right now. Yeah. Outside of outside of of course. The current Raw Tag Team Champion. Yes, to show up on the screen after the match and say yeah, that the match is wonderful. Delightful. Welcome, Matt Hardy. And innovation. And that's what's so funny. That shows how much the crowd eats out of Matt Hardy's hands. 
Oh, I damn mean, right. he tells tough. them standing ovation and start and start clapping, and they stand up and start clapping. Then we get no. to puke with Elias. Yep. Because he yep. calls everybody Arkansas hillbilly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then he, you know and then his his uh um oh his uh his guitar that uh, John Mayer. <laughs> I thought that was pretty then, funny. Yeah, um, and then Seth and then and comes out. Yeah, and then and destroys the guitar. <laughs> so, uh, Bobby Roode is preparing backstage, and Kevin Owens confronts him. Owens says Roode is lucky yeah. to be standing after facing Braun last week. Kevin says it could be a disaster if Braun wins the money in the bank. Kevin offers Bobby a chance to team up on Braun tonight. Yep. Yep. Bailey wakes her way to the ring. Ruby and the Riot Squad are seen making a mess and cutting off a random guy's tie while they make their way to the ring. (laughs) Yep. And so now they're so now they're doing their own version of um, of the NWO where they where they put where they where they put an R on Bailey's stomach mm-hmm. after after they beat her. Okay, question. I need and yeah. I, I need I need confirmation or didn't, or being told that I don't know what I'm talking about right now about. About uh, Ruby Riot. Okay. She reminds me of the chick. Okay. Remember the chick that CM Punk, remember the chick he shaved her head? That's who she reminds me of. That's not her, is it? No. No, 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 no. Thank you. No, no. Thank you. Needed to know whether or not it's not her. Okay. No, that was uh, Serena Deeb. Okay. Just asking. Natalia confronts Ronda Rousey. Ruby Ruby was still working independence here in the Midwest. Okay. That's why I. Wow. While Serena yeah. Deeb was shaving right. her head for uh, for uh, for CM Punk. All right. Um, no. Natalia confronts Ronda Rousey and tells her to be careful with Nia tonight. Coach introduces the face-off with Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax and introduces the two women. Yep. Good segment. Again, good segment. I liked how they did this. I mean, you know. With the lock arm, Nia pulling the headbutt, and then Ronda eventually getting oh getting the arm bar on Nia. I mean, you know, it's you you're still sitting there going, okay, who's actually going to wind up winning this thing? Oh, I mean, mm-hmm. you see, yo, know, Nia having having the size. She made a tap yesterday. Strength advantage. Yeah, well, see, and the thing you have, you you see Nia with the size and strength advantage, but then, mm-hmm. but then, you know, they have you have Ronda with her, you know, um, judo and her and her UFC background, yes. showing that uh, she can, you know, she can possibly make you know Nia submit. So 
it gives so it gives you that it gives you that view that the match you know is a legitimate toss up at that point. So it'll be you know so again I you know I'm I'm not really sure where they're going with this thing. We're just gonna have to you know we're gonna sit back and, and watch on Sunday to see what they to see what they actually do. And now we've got some other news. I just needed something to play real quick, and it was the first thing there. Um, Damn it, where did my news go? Uh, It is a sad day in the wrestling world because the world-famous flea market has been taken off of YouTube. Really? Yes. Everything is gone. Hmm. I wonder why that happened. I don't know, but you know what's going to be next. And I told I told uh, a couple individuals this. I said, you know what's going to be next? I said they're going to pull that butthurt trash bag, whatever the fuck it is, on Facebook because that's getting so fucking out of hand. It's not even funny. So. Mm. These people will never stop, and Steve and I are smart enough to know that. But I think they're going to have a harder time getting their shit out there. A really hard time. Yeah. Yeah. Because YouTube is cracking down, Facebook is cracking down, Mm -hmm. and they don't want the bullshit. Right. Right. So, I mean, remember, at, at one point, at one point, Sean and I were going to do a program that, uh, you know, that, uh, kind of, you know, did a satire on this, on, on the bad stuff and right. that, which, uh, never got off the ground and probably now looking at it, we're probably lucky that it didn't. That's correct. It was going to be global garbage wrestling. And believe me, we found yep. some really horrible stuff from around the globe. Oh, we had a couple of, we had a couple episodes in the can, and maybe one day uh, Steve and I might release those. I've still got them in the can, but those have never been released and never probably may never will be released. So, um, you know, it's one of those yeah. things where you can uh, – yes, Steve and I shit on this business a lot, but be, it's because we care about it. It's not because we don't right. give a damn. We care so much that – we're tired of people making the mockery of this business and making it yeah, something that even a I child mean, shouldn't be playing in. I, you know, I fought hard. I fought tooth and nail to get into this industry. And I dedicated a large portion of my life to it. And the last thing I want to see is a bunch of idiots out there who have no business playing wrestler or promoter destroying the thing that I spent a good almost half of my life now trying to make better. Let me explain something to people. I have been doing this shit for 16 years. It was 16 years in April. 
I yeah. am only going to be 28 in November. So you do the math. I have been doing this shit over half my life. That's why I get the way that I get. Because I'm tired. I yeah. know that this. I know that there is a successful formula to how this all works. And I'm sick and tired of seeing people fail because they want to be lazy and incoherent and just not even be born with common sense in the first place. And if you're not born with common sense, you'll never make it in the wrestling business. Um, yep. And Katie, Katie just dropped. I don't know if she's going to call back in or not. We'll see. Um, you know, the thing about it is this. We don't bitch because we, we don't care. We bitch because we care. And that's why yeah. we bitch so much yeah. and so hard. Yeah, we um, we yeah we we knock we knock the garbage because we love the good. And it's hard to find the good. That's why you don't hear yeah. us come on here a lot and talk a lot about the good. Um, I do want to say congratulations to Zero One USA uh, out of Decatur, uh, Champaign Urbana area. They had their debut at the Decatur Civic Center, where WWE runs when they come to town this past Saturday night, and they did well. And I believe that they're going to be back. So congratulations to them on that, because that's a huge task. Let me tell you, a venue that size, when Frank Root came to me and told me he was going to run this place in Quincy, Illinois, and sent me pictures of the place... I, I thought it, I, I sent it to Steve Kane and I said, "This guy's nuts." I said, "There's yeah. there's no way that he's going to be able to pack them," mm-hmm. and he proved me wrong. He got 500 people in there the first night that he was in Quincy, Illinois. No names. Now we're getting ready for a huge show on Saturday night, July 21st, back at the Oakley Lindsay Center. Cowboy Bob Orton Jr. will be there. I just signed something huge that I cannot talk about until Frank comes on and talks about it, but that might happen right. tomorrow night. So there's been something huge signed for that event as well, and on top of that, there might be something else signed within the next week or two for that event. So yep. there's a lot going on. And speaking of RCW, uh, anybody that is down in the Jacksonville, Illinois area, get ready. We make our return to Jacksonville, Illinois, Sunday night. June 24th, it is a benefit for the Special Olympics. It's the second benefit that RCW has done for the Special Olympics. I will be there. I am not coming alone. Uh, If you want to find out what that means, you're going to have to be there to find out because Steve knows what it means. I am not coming alone. Um, Yeah. And that's all I can say. You'll just have to be there to find out. Um, You know, they've got another free show that is going to be going on in Quincy, uh, the 23rd. I will not be there. I have a wedding that day. Um, but they have – it's uh, Quincy Mall, Mall Con, and they're going to be a part of that. And there will be tickets on sale and uh, all of that for the next Oakley Lindsay Center show, I believe, starting the 23rd of this month. So uh, definitely get your tickets for that while you can because the good seats are going to go fast especially when this announcement from Frank hits about one of the things that uh, Steve and I and Frank right. all worked on together. So, yep. you know, it's, it's, yeah, let's, let's go ahead. We'll save that. Um, and uh, we'll no way to Jose. we're almost oh, wait. out of time. Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. Kurt Hawkins backstage 
watches the No Way Jose conga line. Oh, one other thing, real quick. Uh, I like the way that they made Nia tap. That gave it, that made it give look. Yeah, what do you say? Yo, both both had had strong points in that in that uh, segment to make it look like either one can possibly win on Sunday. Yes. So Kurt Hawkins against No Way Jose, and Kurt Hawkins gets his two hundredth victory. Two hundredth victory. No, two hundred and first loss. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I got that screwed you up. Choose. I tell you, you choose, you choose are going to be the death of me tonight. Just to, in, in confusion, confusion wise, I'm going to have a yeah. My head's just going to spin off yeah. and go across the zone. Kurt Hawkins oh, winning God. a match. Come on, Sean. You know better than well, that. Well, that might happen someday. Uh, hey, not anytime soon. Kurt Hawkins lost his 201st match. Uh, then we go to Balor and Rude discussing the game plan to keep an eye on Kevin. And mm-hmm. the arena is set up for an obstacle course. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I saw that. That was sick. Tony <laughs> yeah. Zane against Bobby Lashley. And Sammy yep. sends uh, Bobby into the railing and gives him an Ohaluva kick. Yep, and then so. the main event. Oh my God, what a main event! <laughs> oh. I mean, it shows. Yo, know, yeah, they, yeah, they, they, they played out what you know what is going to happen on Sunday, on a small scale with the we you all know, with the, um, with Owens Zane or um. Owens, Balor, and uh, Reed uh, teaming up on uh, Strowman. And, of course, you know, we all know Sunday that's going to be everybody's going to team up on Strowman. Of course. And that, you know. But, um, you know, and then, of course, a lot of, you know, and a lot of great, I mean, a lot of great spots in this match. Owens is crazy. (laughs) We knew that already. Off the ladder, onto Strowman on the announce table was beyond nuts. No, but again, you know, well, well done, well done. Um, you know, but of course, Strowman getting the win, uh, which continues, like I said. His uh, march as the Golden Boy for well, not only that, but the red who, who the who the hell can stop him? I mean, you don't have anybody on the red brand that can stop that man, right? What are you going right. to do? Bring back Goldberg and have Goldberg put away Braun Strowman? That'll never work. Nope, nope, nope. And I think you know, and that's the thing. I think it's I think it's going to y'all. I mean, y'all. What I say, I I think Strowman is the one because of course he's the golden child right now with them. So, yeah. So, all right. 
Well, I'll tell you what. I think we've I think we've hit it for uh, tonight. Uh, we'll save we'll save SmackDown. Um, All right. And some of the other stuff. I'll I'll uh, I'll pull this I'll pull this audio from uh, the Jericho interview, which you know, like I say, it's even though it was taped before the uh, match this past Saturday. Um, it, it speaks a lot about uh, about Jericho, you know, knowing his own marketability and that. Um, you know, let alone why he's, you know, you know, his his the way he's feeling towards Vince and that. So I think that I think that'll say a lot right there. So all right, well. Sean, start the wrap up, uh, and then we'll uh, yeah. and then we'll tell him what time it is. You don't have to go home, but you sure as hell can't stay here. Get the Exodus hell out Sean of my David. Car. We'll see you tomorrow night on War at nine o'clock Eastern. Ten? No, at nine o'clock. Yeah, that. Yeah, nine o'clock oh, Eastern, nine o'clock Central. Come Get out of here, Sean. Get out. Closing time, open all the doors and let you out into the world. Closing time, turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. Closing time, one last call for alcohol to finish your whiskey or beer. Closing time You don't have to go home But you can't stay here I know
comes from some other beginning Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.